If you've ever loved an addict, you may have reached an exhausted, painful point where you felt broken and were struggling to just keep it all together. I am Kim Moore, and this is Smiling Again, where in each episode, we remind you that you are not alone. Together, one thing at a time, we will take small steps to introduce little changes into your life to help you let go, break free of guilt, and live with self-compassion so that you can feel good on the inside and start smiling again. Welcome back to another episode of Smiling Again. In this episode, I want to share something with you which is related to an important lesson that I've learned recently. And it was a lesson that came to me when I was sitting on my mat quite uncomfortably. (laughs) This is a yoga mat that I'm sitting on. And it had been about three weeks since I had been to a yoga class. And to be totally honest with you, I don't really know how long it had been. Maybe three weeks, maybe longer. And I booked the yoga class after the realization that the removal men took my yoga mats both of them. (laughs) They were both gone. And it took me nine days to realize that. Nine days. That's what happens when life happens. I had a number of things going on in my life, including removal men coming and clearing out three rooms in my house because of a water leak I have under the floor moved my son to university, and the list goes on. There is always something that takes away our attention to things that we're trying to accomplish. And for me, those things that I'm trying to accomplish are all related to my healing journey, taking care of myself. So here I was, back on the mat, in the yoga class, And I decided to ease into it with a yin and meditation class. And yin yoga was the first yoga that I ever started practicing because it's quite gentle. It has a real restorative (laughs) impact. It's absolutely wonderful. And as I was sitting there, the teacher asked, what matters most? And Samantha said that in a very soft and supportive voice. She's got this amazing ability to make you feel like you're okay and that you feel fully supported with her there in the room. So when she asked that question, what matters most? I immediately thought of my children. I'm a visual person and I could very clearly picture their lovely faces in my mind with their beautiful radiant smiles both of them looking back at me they are what matter most to me they always have been and they're who I have always put first in life above and beyond anything else I mean that is what most parents do isn't it (laughs) and as the class progressed we worked our way through various uh, restorative poses and As we work through this, now with yin yoga, if you've never practiced yin before, it's quite different from other yoga that you may have seen because yin is about holding a pose for a long period of time. So you'll get into a position 
You'll breathe into it and you will stay in that position for four minutes. So imagine holding a single stretch for four minutes. (laughs) That's what yin yoga is. And one by one, we worked through the different poses. And as the class progressed, I could feel that feeling. I always call it that feeling and really what I picture when I say that is an inner glow. It's like on the inside, I just start to go ah, warm, content, and it's like a smile on the inside. It's, it's a feeling of self-compassion, self-love. It's a feeling of joy. And it was in that moment that I realized that's what matters most. One of the things that Samantha kept saying during the session, the yin yoga class, she kept saying, let go of the doing. Now, those are two things that have always been pretty hard for me. Letting go, learning to let go has been... Well, it's been something I've been working on for quite some time. And I do say that I am getting there. Definitely. I'm getting there. And the doing. I've always been an incredibly busy person. If you've listened to me for a while now, you'll know that I probably reference this more than once. Is that I've always been a doer. Go, go, go. Being very busy. Juggling lots of things. A solo parent and even when my husband was alive I still felt like a solo parent because I did pretty much all of the parenting. So I was always busy, always doing things and I think that probably comes from my childhood and growing up and seeing my parents so busy and my mum especially and my grandma, gosh I could still see her go, 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 busy, busy, busy. And I was brought up with that understanding that if you weren't busy, you were lazy. So I always made myself busy because I always wanted to be valued and always wanted to feel good about myself. So when a yoga teacher tells you to let go of the doing, I listen to that. (laughs) And with yoga... It's one of the times when I can, especially yin yoga, with the meditation, it gives you the opportunity to be still and to empty everything that you normally have running around in your brain with all of that doing going on in your life. And it was nice to get back to that place, because I hadn't been there for a while, (laughs) get back to that place where I was on my mat, being still, and being reminded to let go of the doing. There's always 101 things to do every day. And I've always been the sort of person that never really got to enjoy a cup of tea while it was hot. But I must say that this reminder helped me to remember those things that I need to do so that I can enjoy that hot cup of tea because I definitely do enjoy a lot more of those these days. So it was those moments of being still and thinking through, 
you know, prior to that, the letting the go of the doing, that reminder, it just reminded me that, you know, in that moment of stillness and calm, that what mattered most to me was my own self-care. That's what mattered most. So it's really important to commit to a self-care routine. And that can look very different for, for everyone. There's no one set way to do it. And there's lots of different ways to take care of yourself. And you really just have to explore what you like. But the thing is, is that it's not going to happen. The self-care isn't going to happen if you don't make it a priority. You've got to make self-care a priority and block out time in your calendar for the things that you will do to take care of yourself. This reminds me of a time when I was with a friend of mine um, that I ran with and I had have a lot of admiration for her and it was probably about a year or so ago uh actually it was before that um because it was at a time when I was really struggling still struggling to get consistent with my running and I asked her I mean how do you do it how do you how do you get out consistently and her answer was quite simple and straightforward and she said I make it a priority she said my house is a mess Dinner isn't always made, but I go running. And the penny dropped for me at that moment when I heard her say that, especially the comment about the house, because I I always put the housework before lots of things. There's a lot of things that I put before taking care of myself. So it was that moment that I realized that if I'm going to start taking care of myself, I have to commit to it and I have to prioritize it. And there's actually studies that show that people are two to three times more likely to fulfill their commitments that have been written out or shared with others. They're, you know, they're more likely to fulfill those commitments if other people know about it and if they write it down. So my commitment to myself and the way I got consistent with my running, and that really was the start, a big start of my self-care, was um, last year the year that I turned 50, I made the public statement that I set all these crazy goals for my 50th year. And one of those goals was to run 50 miles every month. So starting in January 2020, I started running 50 miles every month. And I can proudly say that I have stuck to that. There's been two months across two, well, a year and a half where I've not met those goals. Um, and that was due to injury where I had to ease off to take care of my body. So I'm pretty proud of that. And it was because I made that commitment to running and I told people about it. And that really helped me stay on track. And also having a running community to help me keep on track with those goals is absolutely wonderful. I, I don't think I could have done it without them. So there are ways to, to help you keep on track with your self-care routine. You can get support um, in the Blossom Together community. We have a free Facebook group, um, a free one that I've set up. And you can join in there and people are there to um, get support with their healing journey. And with that support also comes along, you know, you can find an accountability partner in there. 
So that's something that could definitely help you um, commit to a self-care routine. Now, the thing about routines is that they reach a point where they can become a ritual. (laughs) I've been wanting to create new rituals for a good two years now in different areas of my life with my work and my personal life. The thing is, with a routine, it really can develop into a ritual. And a ritual, it it becomes something that is just sort of part of you, something that you do and you don't even have to think about it. You just naturally snap right into it. And it's almost like you're on autopilot. It, It just happens. And it's when you build these healthy rituals that the feeling is absolutely amazing. And it's that feeling of, you know, how I described earlier, when you just feel good on the inside. You just... You're able to smile inside out. <laughs> it's it's an absolutely wonderful feeling, and and that is the result of you know a, a healthy habit becoming a ritual. So thinking back to that question that was posed to me in the yoga class, what matters most? It was taking that time to slow down and be still, to let go of the doing that I was able to think clearly and realize what mattered most. And reaffirming that commitment to self-care and creating a self-care routine and keeping working at those routines until they become a ritual. Self-care is what matters most to me. And because when I'm feeling my best, I'm the best at everything that I do. Self-care makes me a better mom, (laughs) makes me a better friend, makes me a better work colleague, and it also makes me the best friend to myself. Treating myself with care and self-love. And to me, that's why self-care matters most. (laughs) So I, I hope that helps in some way. You know, it gets you thinking about what matters most to you. And if self-care is on that list for you, I hope it is. If you're here listening to this, just let go of the doing, commit to a self-care routine, and keep at that routine so it become a, a ritual. And if you do that, I'm sure you'll find that you'll be smiling again. This has been Smiling Again, hosted by me, Kim Moore. Let's walk this journey together, one thing at a time, taking small steps, little actions every day, which can help you let go and start smiling again. Don't forget, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. See you next week.